Hello, everybody. It is the Ed and Bob Show, Opening America. This is our seventh podcast about Opening America, and we're excited. we got a lot to talk about coming up for you this half hour, so I hope you'll stay with us. I'm Bob. Here's Ed. Hello, Bob. How is everybody? Things are looking good over at your house, that's for sure. Happy Fourth of July, too. I hope you had a happy Fourth. We'll talk about that. and got a lot of things to talk about today. Hope everyone's happy, healthy, and got lots of money. <laughs> We're all going to need it, aren't we? Well, all right, Bob. Tell me, how are things at the Thomas household? Thanks, Ed. Well, to get this thing started, uh, let's at the Thomas household here. Um, you know, we're actually doing pretty good. Well over 100 days or so that we've been pretty much at home, working from home, things like that. Family's healthy. Uh, I still have not really met anybody that's had the coronavirus. I've heard of a couple of people, but haven't, uh, not somebody really close. Uh, but we've been here, uh, like I say, working from home, uh, and I've been uh, trying to work out regularly every day from walking, even ran last night. How crazy is that? Uh, our new dog is doing well. It's about uh, four months old, we think. It's a rescue dog. And we found out we did a DNA test on the dog, you know, like you do with humans on like 23andMe and all those things. We did a DNA test on the dog, and it's, um, it is Carolina Muir, which I've never heard of in my life, or the, not, I mean, like twenty percent of it is not all of it. Rest of it's a lot of other stuff, but Carolina Muir is the one that stands out. So that's interesting. And he's a fun little. Uh, she's a fun little dog to have around. So uh, that's good. Uh, and uh, still trying to help do things for mom and things like that. Uh, Mom's still very active, but we'll go by her house, and we've been doing some driveway um, get-togethers. Um, and we have uh, been out once or twice to patios to have a little bite to eat, so that's about it. So what about with you, Ed? Well, Bob, I'll tell you, we're doing really well over at the Brantley household. We just got back from Birmingham, Alabama, where we spent the 4th with my daughter and her new baby. What a beautiful little girl, I'll tell you. She is a doll. So uh, we got a lot going on here. Everybody's healthy, and we're just kind of staying in and staying away from everybody. But the health is good, families are good, and uh, grandkids are good, and that's what's most important, I think. But we're doing okay, so thank you very much for asking, and if it's okay with you, let's get this episode going. Where do you want to start? Okay, Ed, let's get started. I guess you got to start on the coronavirus, and what we're seeing now, we're seeing spikes. And, you know, I did expect this, but I did think it would be later in the fall or something. I, I, I see all these pictures online of bars and restaurants and beaches and people laying on the beaches, people packed into restaurants and, and people acting just like it's uh, the good old days. And um, and then we the, the protests, there was no social distancing in these protests. You know, it's, it's like if, when you can't, you can't see a virus, uh, 
going from people to people, if you could, people would be more careful. But I think people are like, if I can't see it, then it's probably really not there or something. Um, and, uh, you know, I think people just got out of control. Um, and they don't know how to um, maintain their awareness on this serious disease. And uh, I think all these infections now with these spikes have probably put an end to any hope of um, uh, fall, a normal fall football season. And I saw where colleges are wanting to have uh, it, teachers in classes this fall, but now some of the teachers and teachers' unions are saying, and teachers that have tenure that you can't fire them, they're saying, hey, I'm not going into a class. I'm not risking my life. Teachers are older than 20-year-olds who think they're bulletproof. And the teachers are saying, I'm not going in there to risk my health. And you're not going to be able to do a lot about it. Are you going to sue somebody for fear of being ill? And you know, if there's no college uh, classes, there's no sports. No students, no sports. That's what the NCAA said. And, you know, the question always says, if we open America too soon, it's kind of part of our, our title here uh, opening America. I don't know that we opened it too soon. It's just people got stupid. Um, they won't wear a mask. Uh, they want social distance. Um, they don't remember that there is a virus out there that there's no cure for and no vaccine for. Uh, and I- I'd hope people would be smarter, but maybe the people on this planet aren't as smart as I thought they were. Um, you know, I mean, there's a lot of smart people in the world, but maybe 90% of us uh, just aren't smart enough to uh, how to take care of ourselves. Um, I saw where, you know, we live here in East Tennessee. Our county is saying you have to wear a mask inside all buildings. That just started a few days ago. So it's a, uh, <laughs> it's a crazy time, but we have to use common sense and take care of each other, and you are you are responsible for the person down the street, the person you may run into at the post office, or if you're going to eat on the deck at a restaurant, you can't get close to people, folks. You're going to, you are responsible for everybody's health. It's not just, you know, you say, I'm not going to wear a mask. So we got Stay out of crowds. And, you know, the, the, somebody asked me the other day, is there going to be college or pro football uh, this fall and fans in the stands? This is going to be the true deciding factor about colleges especially. Which is more important, money or the health of your fans and the health of your student-athletes? We're going to find out in the next 60 days which one will prevail. Is money more important to all these colleges, or is the health of their students and their fans of their sports? We'll find out. Ed, what do you think? Actually, folks, you know, this last weekend we had a big spike uh, in, the, in the entire United States uh, for the, and in the world. The United States recorded fewer than 50,000 coronavirus cases for the first time in four days while the world set a global record for confirmed infections in a 24-hour period of 212,000 cases. So, yeah, I, I, don't, I think it's just continuing on. The bars, restaurants, beaches, it's, not all of them are open. I, you know, California's got them closed, and Florida's got some of them closed. I don't know if it's making a big difference or not, but 
Uh, I don't think the protests have caused a lot of spikes. Well, that protest is something else. We need to talk about that. Uh, I, is there going to be a fall football season? Probably not. If there is, it's going to be really different than I think all the, the, the sports teams are trying to come up with some way to do it, but they don't have a lot of time to do it. I mean, this is July. The season normally starts in August. So, you know, I guess we're going to have a late season, but I don't see anything happening here. Uh, I just don't, I just cannot imagine all these fans in a stadium uh, watching football games. I can't even imagine a band marching with a, with a mask on or something. So it, it, no, I, I think it's off. I think the fall football season is over already. I just don't think they've announced it yet. And the colleges, you know, and the kids getting back to school, I think that's okay, but they're going to have to do a lot of separation. Right now, a lot of them are going to be doing it online. And that's all right, too, if you can study online. I just couldn't do it. I didn't have an online when I went to school, like most people. But, uh, you know, if, if you can do it online, great. But uh, I think it's probably better than doing it in person. So, uh, yeah, we opened America too soon. I think, and that, yeah, I know, I put all that on Trump. He did that. He opened it way too soon. And uh, he won't admit it, but he did. And uh, so it's, he expected a vaccine to be out by now. He expected everything to be going fine. And I'll bet you anything, he's the one that's going to be saying, let's play football. But, but you, you know, I don't want to be in the stands sitting next to somebody who's real sick. Uh, but I don't think I would go to the games. So we'll see what happens from there. The virus, we don't have a vaccine for the virus, so uh, they say maybe by the end of the year. Knox County is requiring a mask inside all the buildings. The only person that voted against it, yep, Mayor Jacobs, he made a living out of wearing a mask. Of course, he's a libertarian, too, and there's a lot of libertarians in this area who, don't, who, who say they cannot be made to wear a mask, and I, that's okay with me. Listen, if you don't want to wear a mask, don't wear the mask, Okay. But don't knock me if I wear the mask. So, you know, that's okay. If you don't want to wear a mask and gloves, have at it. But I don't think you should tell everybody else what to do either. Like I wouldn't tell you to wear the mask. But I, I do think that, uh, that that's going to be short-lived. Uh, I, I'm not sure about college and pro sports at all. Like I say, it'll be, it'll be hard to have them in the stands this fall, sitting side by side. Especially at UT where those seats are about. 18 inches apart from each other if there's not somebody already sitting there. It's going to hurt the alcohol sales this year, isn't it? <laughs> That's for sure. All right. So, Bob, let's tackle the political. I'm ready. You ready? Yeah, on the political side, Ed, uh, yeah, I mean, look, we're a few months away from a presidential election, which to me is almost crazy because um, this is not normal. This is not normal presidential election territory, even statewide and local, even these Senate races. I mean, I've seen some crazy ads, and it's just like, is this for real? Where did uh, where did something normal go to? Because it went out the window. Uh, tearing down monuments. I see, you know, they still, everybody wants to tear down all the monuments now. Um. You know, I really don't care about monuments. I couldn't tell you about half the monuments there are, about 
you know, you, you walk up and see a monument that you may pass every day, and then you go over to it and say, well, who is that? And he did what? And he's riding on a horse, or his horse is up on two, or he's, you know, listen, these monuments, they're everywhere, um, and usually people that put up monuments uh, do it for a particular reason. Um, but tearing down any monument, I think, uh, should be done by some sort of process, not just a mob coming down the street and then ripping a monument down. I think it's, I think that doesn't make us look like a very good society. Uh, name changes on sports teams. How about this, Ed? Is this pushing things too far? Uh, you know, when I was a kid. I went to Chihuahua Elementary School, and I remember um, we called ourselves the Frogs, the Chihuahua Frogs. And it was cool to have a nickname because nobody knew what a Chihuahua was. I'm, I guess Chihuahua actually had something to do with Indians. So, um, But nicknames, I really don't care. I mean, if you, if you want to take all college teams and just call them for what they are, like Texas A&M is Texas A&M. Tennessee is Tennessee. It doesn't have to be balls to me. I mean, I love it. Um, but if it, it's something like, um, you know, a place that has something like Indians in the name or like Seminoles, things like that, I don't know. It, I don't care about it. I really don't care about it. As far as sports teams, pro, I mean, pro sports teams, you could, I don't care about the nickname for any of them. You could call them uh, the uh, Tennessee a team or the um, uh, you know New Orleans uh, B team. I mean, just call them where they're from. You know, a New Orleans sports team is New Orleans, and uh, you know I don't care about these nicknames personally. How about Law and Order? You know, a, a republic like we have is majority rules. I don't know how you get around that. Uh, we don't have a dictatorship. We have all these people in the House of Representatives and uh, senators and all this stuff. I mean, we have people to represent ourselves. So I do think people want law and order. I think one of the biggest problems we got in the United States is we don't have term limits for Congress. I honestly believe that's a huge problem. People should not be able to go to Congress and make a career out of it. I think that's a bunch of hooey. Um, I, I think that... Uh, <clears throat> The way that the United States Constitution stands and the way we are in the United States, the fact that all these protests are going on is a testament to the fact that we have such a great country. Because you go to China, those things aren't going to go over very well, and those people are going to disappear. And, and most Americans are too busy trying to stay healthy and make some kind of money so they don't go broke and they don't give a damn about these protests. I, I'm sorry, that's the majority of the people. And then the average citizen, he seems like he's, they're scared to even say anything about what's going on. And that's fine. You know, the biggest problem with social media is we everybody has an opinion and they want to tell everybody. Just look like just look at Ed and I. We're we have an opinion and we're gonna we're gonna tell you. But that's kind of part of what we do. So. Uh, all right, Ed, line up and tell me what you think. You know, Bob, I was driving back from Birmingham over the weekend and went down and uh, celebrated the 4th with my daughter and her family and had some wonderful Alabama barbecue. 
It was amazing. And we had to take our own bushes, um, uh, beans, because I don't think they have bushes, beans in Alabama. But anyway, we, we uh, had a wonderful time and a great party and everything else. And coming back, I was looking at the monuments, especially around Chattanooga. You know, there's a lot of uh, Civil War monuments there around Chattanooga. And I was looking at them and made a point to check them out. And I didn't see any of them that had been torn down or slashed or anything like that. I don't even know what the monuments are. I couldn't tell you one from the other. It doesn't make any difference to me. I don't care. I honestly don't care. I cannot imagine standing at the foot of some Civil War monument and being in awe. It doesn't make any difference to me whether they're up or not. And if they want them down, take them down. I don't care. Uh, I just think it shouldn't be made a big deal, and I, you let them let the cities take them down if they want to take them down. So, but uh, Trump has made a, an executive order to protect what? Which ones? The ones uh, around the nation's capital, and you know this. We are all giving in to this mob thing, and I think that's going a little bit too far. But some of these things, I can understand how they feel uh, now. Calling for name changes on sports teams. I'm all for that, too. You know, the Redskins were always a favorite of mine, but I can understand if I was a Redskin, I probably wouldn't like it. And then again, maybe I would. But, you know, you've got uh, Chicago. What was it? The Chicago, they're not Indians. Redskins, aren't they? No. Let's see. And they're a hockey team, but you've got the Washington Redskins in football. You've got... Uh, uh, these political names that are not correctness because they're mostly uh, because of minority Indians and things like that. But it's been there a long time. They're nicknames, so I don't know. The Maribel Rebels, yeah, I don't, I don't get it. I just don't think that's appropriate, probably, to carry the rebel flag over there. Now, my wife went to Maribel High School, and she doesn't agree with me, I'll tell you that, so... You know, she's even got a miracle songs that she can sing for you. But I, you know, I can understand that waving a rebel flag in front of you. You know, it 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 comes a time when you you, you know you got to think about the other person and uh, what their feelings are. And just because it's been there a long time doesn't mean it's correct. And I don't know if it's you call it political correctness. Uh, it just doesn't. It it should not insult people. Um, and, and some of these nicknames, you know, I think they just put them up there because they're easy to do. Uh, you know, you could, <laughs> I always wondered about baseball teams, why they came up with the white socks and the black socks, or, you know, it, it just doesn't make any sense to me. But now the, the Redskins, the only ones that bother me with the Redskins are, is uh, the University of, where is it? Florida State, where they go, and, and Atlanta Braves. I'm over that. <laughs> that bothers me, and I'm not even an Indian. Okay, so that that does insult me a little bit. So I don't know if we're calling it political correctness or maybe just a change of the times, but I think it'd be okay to change the names to something else. And this law and order stuff, you know, there there is no law and order. Uh, the majority does rule, but the majority isn't ruling right now. We're letting other people do it, and but they're not doing it everywhere. They're only doing it in places where they can get away with it. You know, you don't see a majority ruling at my house, well, maybe or in your house, 
But the majority rules, this stuff is going on in cities and parts of the country where it just doesn't make any difference and they don't care. So if you care, you care. But I don't think we should be using the active military to stop it. We don't want to get in that military force stuff because that really puts a president in a, in a strange situation where they have the ultimate authority. Because when you're in the military, you are sworn in to defend the Constitution. And who's the commander-in-chief? The president. That's the person who, who will tell you what to do. And, I, and if you disagree with him, you're going to go to jail. So that would be a minority rule to a certain degree. Would you agree? If that one man decides it's going to be this way, and you don't think it should be. So no minority rules a nation successfully. That's why we have the Constitution. And, uh, but I think most Americans are avoiding it. Unless you're in an area where it's going on, uh, I think uh, I see people saying things all the time about it on, online and social media. And, and matter of fact, I laugh at some of my friends and what they say. Uh, about about the mask in particular, because, you know, it, it's not that big of a deal. If you have to wear a mask in the grocery store, what is it, 30 minutes of max? You know, it's just not, I don't see why you would spend so much time trying not to wear a mask when it's much easier just to put it on and get it over with. I tell you what, if you're going to go to the doctor's office, you're definitely going to be wearing a mask, or if you go to a hospital, that's for sure. So how do you get America under control, Bob? Is defunding the police a good idea? Oh, no. No, good gracious, Ed. Defunding the police is about the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. All right, let me, let, me, let me throw this at you, Ed. How does that help? One of the biggest problems with police forces in the United States is we don't pay them well enough. If you have, first of all, if you you need to put more funding in there for two different things. One of them is better training. Fund, put more, double the the budget of all these police departments, so you have more training. And then number two, better pay. You know what? If you had, if, if being a police officer was the highest paying job in a city or a county you would have the most incredible police force known to man. You know, what we end up right now with a lot of people that can't find a job somewhere else are people that do it because they love uh, helping people or being in the police force, or you have legacy people whose father or grandfather are policemen and uh, for various reasons. But it just goes to, to say that the higher the pay the more people are going to be fighting for that job. Right now, you can't find enough people to do the job. Well, it's the pay. You want better police force? Pay them a heck of a lot more. Increase their pay. Get more oversight, better training. But defunding them? That's a, I swear, that's the dumbest thing I've heard in my life. There's more murders than ever in Chicago and New York. How's defunding the police department going to help? And that chop zone or whatever they had in Seattle, boy, was that... I bet the city of Seattle regrets ever letting that go on. People were shot, people were killed, people were robbed. I mean, it was a it was only a few blocks area for a few weeks, and those people were were they couldn't even police themselves. You know, there's a, a misconception that people that protest police brutality are peaceful and nonviolent people, and that's a load of hooey too. 
A lot of people just like to protest, and then they get out there and they loot and they steal, and they, as you can see in that chop zone, they harm other people and uh, break the law. Less police is not the answer to the actions of a few bad police. I think we're going to bite the bullet. Increase the funding for the police department, give them better training, and give them better pay. What do you think, Ed? Bob, here's what I think about defunding the police. You know, just like what I've said before about there, there are politicians in office right now who should have never, ever been elected. They just, you know, all they know how to do is run for office. And they have, they're pretty effective at that because if you get enough money and say the right things, you can get elected. But, they're, you know, if you're, if you're heading up a police department in a city or if, you're, or if you are a policeman and you're hand, handling crime with someone, I mean, that's a much different thing, how to handle a person. So, you know, I, I don't know. I think, I think the problem comes down to this. And I shouldn't have said I don't know because I do have ideas, of course. But I believe that unless there's trouble really going on, that the police should not be called. And when the police are called, then they have to be restricted on what they can do and what they can't do. I don't think they can go out and just start shooting because that's the wrong odds, you know, unless the protesters have a gun. If they've got a gun, you take a gun. But if they don't have a gun, you shouldn't use a gun. You know, and, and this is, I've, I've seen protests in England and in the United Kingdom. I've been there when it's going on. In Latin America, too. Now, Latin America is a little different. The police will carry a gun and they'll use it. But in England, they don't. So, you know, it has, a, it has if you don't approach someone with violence, you may not get the violence back. Uh, and sometimes I think the American police feel like they're overwhelmed and they're taken advantage of. And I don't think American police, for the most part, like black people. I just don't think they like them, and I don't think they've ever liked them. Uh, and, and it's true that most of the prisons, most of the population in a prison are black people. Probably most of the crimes in this country are committed by black people. And, and somehow you've got to get these, when they're kids, we've got to raise people who respect the police and respect the law. And that's the only way this is going to change. Uh, there are more murders going on, you know, over this past weekend. I think there was a four-year-old or one-year-old child shot. Uh, it, that's just nuts. It's nuts. People just drive up and roll down a window and start shooting. Uh, and they, these chop zones, I still don't understand all of that, but, you know, where there's no police in a certain area, the protesters have taken over it. And I've seen reports where there's over a 500% increase in crime of shootings and assaults and robberies in just a few weeks' time. Now, if I were, I'm telling you, I would not live there. I would get my family and get the hell out of there as fast as possible. I wouldn't fight it. If they want it, they can have it. And if the mayor, that's the way the mayor and the people in that city want to be, let them have it. Get in the car and come to Tennessee. Pack it up, buddy, and let's get out of here. But I would not, would not put up with that just crazy to fight something like that because you can't fight it you know you even with the police departments that we have and they've already started defunding it you know what was it new york defended them uh took a million dollars out of the police budget that i i think that i don't see how that's going to help it's only going to hurt you actually should do more add more police add the right kind of police now here's something you could do you could disarm the police you know, the police are using a lot of surplus military vehicles. I mean, that's, that's looking bad. You know, you have these armored cars and, 
I think our Knoxville mayor rode in an armored car in a parade. That doesn't make any sense at all, sticking the head out of the top of an armored car. It, it, that's like carrying an AK-47 in a parade or something. It just doesn't make any sense. And you, when you put out an image like that, you're going, to, you're going to get something kicked back at you. So being peaceful and nonviolent people will be, but everybody has to be that way. You can't, you can't expect people to be peaceful and nonviolent if you're not peaceful and nonviolent. So I don't know that less police is the answer to the bad police. What we need is good police who will do the right thing. And I think taking the guns off their belts, putting down the rifles, I think that's a, a good start to do that. And that's what I would do if I were in charge of a police department and say, we're going to disarm the police. We're not going to defund them, but we're going to disarm them in certain circumstances. Because, you know, a lot of the, a lot of the people these protests are just kids. And why are kids protesting? Because they don't have any damn thing. The kids today are not like the kids when we grew up. Kids today don't have any responsibility. They didn't have to work for anything. Everything's been given to them by their parents. And it's, it's a totally different world. And they expect different things because of that. So, Bob, what else is in the news? I, I quit raving. <laughs> oh, you mean there's something else going on in the news? Let's see. <laughs> we'll take a look. Uh, let's see. Well, uh, I did find it ironic because Mexico is closing the border at the U.S.-Arizona uh, border to Mexico to keep Americans out for fear of spreading the coronavirus. I don't know. Something in there just found ironic. Mexico was closing the border so Americans could not get in. Um, I don't know. Has that ever happened before? I don't know. And this election coming up, we're not that many months away from electing a president uh, or, you know, uh, or giving Trump a second um, four years. And uh, these polls supposedly are showing Biden leading Trump. Uh, first of all, didn't the polls show Hillary Trump easily going to beat Trump before, right up to the very last day? So, yeah, I don't trust polls. And, and then, uh, on, on us. The Democrats having Biden as their candidate, uh, uh, Democrats have to be extremely disappointed in who their candidate is. Gosh, I mean, just to me, he, 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 the Democrats should have had a young uh, candidate personally, man or woman, I don't care, but somebody uh, that had some energy and ready to lead the way. That's not Biden. You know, Biden, it seems like his entire life he's been a bully, and he's an older guy. So I don't get it. I don't, I don't see any way he beats Trump. Uh, if he does, holy smoke, I think the economy will be in trouble. Uh, Wall Street would hate Biden being president. They're, they're going to want Trump to keep businesses rolling. Trump is pro-business, and that's what Wall Street wants. Hey, on a happy note, Ed, uh, you know, while we've been spending all this time at home, you told us to watch that TV show called Broad Church that uh, you can watch. It was an incredible show, one of the best shows I've seen in a long, long time. So let me give you one. I'll give you a show that you could watch. And uh, I, I was told this by a friend of mine, and I was not expecting it to be that good, but it really was incredible. It's called Goliath. stars Billy Bob Thornton. Um, and it's on Amazon Prime. And uh, as you know, Billy Bob Thornton, uh, many, many times we worked together on the movie Friday Night Lights. Uh, I think he does an incredible job. 
And here's an email we got. It says, Dear Ed and Bob, I've been listening to your podcast for a long time. I am part of the silent majority. I don't shout my opinions from the rooftop or from Twitter, but I will be showing up in November to vote for a strong America with borders and a strong military and law and order. I think there are a lot of people like me out there. Your thoughts? Well, I do think there's still a silent majority, Ed. I think um, there's a lot of people. I mean, I meet people in my neighborhood and places where, where I go that are people that I talk to about other things <clears throat> that think that very thing right there. And I think they're not shouting their opinions. They're probably not coming up, showing up in polls. The only poll they're going to show up is where they have to vote. And, and I think they will be strong in November. So... All right, Ed, your turn, brother. Well, Bob, I'll tell you, this thing with closing the uh, border between Mexico and uh, Arizona, that's just a bunch of boop I mean, <laughs> the people who, who use that border are Mexicans, and they go to Arizona every day to do their shopping or to go to school. Kids go to school. They cross the border to go to school, or they cross the border to do their grocery shopping, or they cross the border to go to work. So closing that border is not going to do anything to stop the virus from from Americans giving Mexicans the coronavirus. It's because they've, if they've got it, they've already got it because they go back and forth every day. So I, I don't think that's. I think that's just a bunch of hooey myself. Uh, so. It, it uh, because they go back and forth. Just you could, you could. I've been there. I've seen them all on the bridges, and it's just, it's just hundreds of them going to work, going to school. Kids, you see, see kids going to school every day in the United States, and that's the way it is. It's been that way for a long time. So yeah, they may be, they may stop some of it by closing the border, but it's the same people who are going to to get it either way, whether you're Mexican or American, because you're with each other every day. Now, getting down to the election, the polls do show that Biden is leading Trump. Uh, and that's probably true, because I tell you, he's made some, he's made some dumb things, some dumb moves, in my opinion. He, uh, you know, he, he, he should not say half the things he says, just like me on this show. <laughs> Seriously. I mean, he opens his mouth before he thinks. And... and uh, uh, so we'll see what happens. I don't think Biden stands a chance of beating him, though. I mean, he's probably the worst candidate they could field against him. But I do think that Trump is his own enemy. I mean, he he uh, he's he's very cocky. He's egotistical. It's his way or the highway. And I don't think it's the way a president should be. I mean, look how many people he's fired in his cabinet. I mean, these are people that he personally hired to run this country. And then he's fired all of them. It, 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 that's, it's insane to me. But uh, if you want to know something good to watch on TV, I'll tell you. Uh, I went back. I missed Downton Abbey the first season, I think it was. So we've been back. We went back and started looking at some of that, and that's good. But the, my favorite show on television, now I'm going to turn you on to a really good show. And it's not on a, it's on cable, but it's not uh, one of these hard cables. It's 90 Day Romance. And this is just absolutely amazing. On Sunday nights, they show these, they show the people in their in their relationships, a ninety day romance. And as a matter of fact, there was a guy from East Tennessee on this show who dated a Russian girl, 
And then on Monday nights, they have this what they call pillow talk, where they have former contestants in bed, not in pajamas or anything, some of them are, but in bed discussing what's going on. And it is hilarious. It is so funny. So if you get a chance to watch uh, 90 Day Romance and some of those spinoffs from that show, I think you'll really like it. That's, that's my favorite TV shows right now, which goes to show you how much intelligence I've got. That's for sure. Well, and I want to address this letter, uh, the end Bob letter. The people have been listening to it a long time, and they say they're part of the silent majority. Uh, if you don't shout your opinions from the rooftop or on Twitter, uh, but if you're, you know, and going to show uh, vote strong in November, well, that's okay. I mean, that's what it's all about. Uh, I don't think you have to protest leading up to the election in November. It, it doesn't make any sense at all. So if you want, if you want to shout out your opinion, shout out your opinion. That's what America's all about. If you don't want to, don't do it. And uh, I don't blame you either way. But if you, if there is a silent majority, and I'm not sure there is, like there used to be. But I do think Trump's going to win it, unless he unless he can't close his mouth anymore. But I tell you, I'd like to sit down and tell him a few things. Because I've been there. I think he just, he just, it just, it, it, it makes me so upset when I listen to some of the things he says and at the time he says them. And it, it I think it hurts the whole thing. Biden would not have any chance at all if it wasn't for Trump doing these things. And then he doesn't show up anymore. He just, he gets mad and he doesn't come back to the meetings anymore. You know, he's, he says, I'm through with this and he's gone. So, it, I don't know, but he'll win. Yeah, Trump will win, and that's okay. But we got to watch him, though. We got you. Got to be careful because he's going to put a strong military in our backyard, and he's going to start a lot of law and order here in the United States if he gets a chance. And you don't want the military doing the law and order, because what will happen is I remember those kids were shot in Ohio uh, by military, and a few years ago at a demonstration. You just don't want that. I think the Constitution says you can't do that, but uh, as long as the president goes by the Constitution, I don't mind the law and order. But I'm afraid he's, you know, he'll just go out and do what he wants to do, which he's done some. So I got to quit. I got to close my mouth. Bob, it's my thoughts. So uh, I'm going to say goodbye. Bye-bye. All right, Ed, that does it for another show of Opening America. The Ed and Bob Show will be back in a week, and we hope that you have a wonderful week. Take care of each other. Take care of those who are at home uh, by themselves, maybe older people who are spending a lot of time uh, being sheltered at home and or in nursing homes. You know, Give them a call, email them, text them, let them know you love them, drop a, a note in the mail, whatever you might be able to do, but take care of yourselves. Stay healthy, wear a mask when you go out. Let's try to get past this thing, folks. Let's let's get America and the world healthy again. And uh, I, I don't have anything else I can add to that. We'll see you next time. How lucky can one guy be? I kissed her and she kissed me. Like the fella once said, ain't that a kick in the head? The room was completely black. I hugged her and she hugged back. Like the 
Just like the fellas say 